episode of Afrolit. Once again, my name is Bobo and I'm with the beautiful Equa. What is going on? We are joined by two amazing podcasters who are part of Ratchademics. If you have not heard our part one to this conversation, you should definitely check it out (laughs) on their platform. And yes, I'll let them introduce themselves. Hi, I'm Shea. Who are you? (laughs) <laughs> they don't need to know all that. I can't Ooh. answer that in one sentence. No, Spice. I love it. I am Shaya. I'm a PhD candidate at Princeton. Yes, um, I'm originally from California. I've lived in New York for eight years. And Ratchademics is a podcast kind of about um, black culture and black politics through an academic lens. Yes. Yeah, I'm also Shea Crack. I'm playing now. <laughs> now uh, I'm, uh, my name is Jamel. Jamel Love. My last name is Love Forever. So that's pretty good. Aww. That is yeah, pretty insane. Good. I didn't believe that. You, you yes. wanted a really nice reaction. And yeah. You got it. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, uh, I so I'm soon to be Dr. Love. To me, that's yeah. definitely. That last name of you, Daddy. Your people need Daddy. Daddy. Like when when the slaves got free, they were like, "Let's do love." <laughs> that would be me. That would be me. My name came from the plantation. And I hate it. Honestly, like I wish my last name was like Freeman or something. You know, really? Like Freeman. Some, something that's now that you mentioned it, now and now Freeman makes sense. Yeah, Freeman. Okay. Wow. Okay. Freeman. Because they'll be like Ezekiel Freedman. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty dope. Wow. Last name, actually, yeah. History. Things so, you yeah. know. Um, I'm also doing my PhD at Rutgers, uh, graduate fourth year, and um, I study race, identity, et cetera, et cetera, all the stuff that black people care about. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so I'm from New York, but I lived all over, and um, yeah, I'm excited excited to be here. Yeah, Yeah. thank you both for having us. So we're joined with a lot of American energy, so it's going to be be a different type of conversation, because today we are posing the question, who gets to be African? Yes. I feel like the last time we had this conversation, it was a bit racialized, like it was, can white people be African? Yes. Now let's talk within ourselves. They cannot. <laughs> well, I mean, if you're from South Africa, like if you actually are, but even then, even then, but like, that's like you can listen to that episode and yes. give us, we'll yes. have a whole conversation. conversation. Yeah, yes. it was a lot, and I loved it. But well, yeah. I want to start by asking both of you: Do you consider yourself to be Black American or African American, and, and do you care to make that distinction? Hmm. So I would say, so part of the, like, I guess the origin of the use of, like, what we call ourselves Mm -hmm. has kind of been, it's been weird. So we went from Negro Negro to niggers to colored colored, nigger. That's more of like a, you know, slur, but colored folk to um, Jesse Jackson, I believe, is the one who's, I guess, has, like, been credited with saying, like, call us African-Americans. And I think. It was colored before. Yeah. And that was like, so that was supposed to be kind of like, uh, that was kind of assimilationist, integrationist in some way, like acknowledging like, you know, the obvious like African roots, but acknowledging that we're like um, American living. So it's relatively new. Yeah. Yeah. But I I tend to identify as black, but not, not at the exclusion of like my care and like interest in like my African roots. And I do that particularly because um, it's more of like, uh, a phobia to or like 
an aversion to the Ameri- the, ha- the American mm. like mm-hmm. hyphen and saying black in my view is like saying African also yeah okay mm-hmm. I would say for me like they're interchangeable black and African American but like in terms of how I identify myself mm-hmm. black okay. like I'm black mm-hmm. not black American and we call it Africans black. black too so like it's kind of like a shared Whereas yeah, Africans would be like, no, I'm, I'm black. black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm just black. But like, if someone's like this young African American woman, I'm not like, oh, don't call me African American. I'm black. Yeah. But right. the way that I speak about myself is yeah. black. It yeah, it just kind of feels like not. It feels like one of those labels that someone gives you, like African American, in a way, like kind of like how the sentence. It's so politically correct. Yeah. It's like, mm. oh, it doesn't. But feel it does natural. sound racist when white people say natural. the blacks. Yeah, yeah. So try the black. <laughs> the blacks. Like, so whites can call me African American. Blacks can call me black. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Black American. I mean, I think that it's interesting too because I find that I, we talked about this in part one, but we didn't delve into it. Is the idea of when you know now slavery is abolished and there were Africans who did decide to travel back and they yeah. went primarily to Liberia, mm-hmm. and I think that was actually how the the term African American got really coined because when they went back to Liberia, of course, like there were still people that were there, yeah. and so you they became the Africans that are also American, right. and they adopted a lot of principles that were set in the Constitution of America into like how they conduct their own policies, and like yeah. even the flag resembles a lot of how um, the American flag looks. Mm-hmm. So I think that there's this kind of also weird dynamic between like Africans who are now becoming first generation Americans so they are technically African Mm -hmm. and American and then there's African Americans you know or like in like other like in West African forms it would say like Akatas or like just you know like just the mixture of being black American you know and I want to know do you find any sort of meaning or even just like backlash when you do encounter an African who is also American and who tells you that oh you're just black American like do you find that belittling or do you see that as just a part of your identity yeah so like just black I know a lot of black people have a problem with the just Hmm. because it's like well, why do I have to be just black like when you say just it sounds like you're minimizing it it sounds like it's something small it sounds like it's not enough it sounds like it's devoid of culture you know Mm -hmm. at the same time it's like well then what is it slave descent black Jim Crow black I feel like we haven't really nailed down and this is like a relatively new problem right because like traditionally like across American history the vast majority of black people that are here are like the same type right. like slave descent black people so when i say i'm black you know what i mean right but and and this is like a uniquely new york problem too i think because oh, wow. growing up in california even though there are different types of black people in california there's people mm-hmm. from i grew up around a lot of nigerians for example and like some folks from jamaica we all coalesce just around black so we never talked about the fact really that they were nigerian or the fact oh, that they were jamaican there's not like a whole bunch of like not like pride in the way that I see it yeah, here. The enclaves are the cultural or like the ethnic. They national, assimilate. They're a lot bigger here, mm. and so and not just in New York, but obviously like there's a, a ton of like um, immigrants, particularly in the south, like Atlanta, Houston. Yeah. Cetera. So like, but I think wherever there's a large enough enclave of people who have uh, lived in both places, there's there tends to be that creation of like 
us the distancing themselves yeah. not in always a negative way but that happens so here literally i always say this is like the mecca of like diaspora like yeah. every part of the entire african diaspora is here yeah. in new york yeah and you won't find it in such in numbers like anywhere else like in if terms you of go like to all, mississippi there's not going to be like um a large population yeah. of people from the country. majority right. of the people so it won't yeah. matter that distinction doesn't matter like the fact mm. that you are from kenya or nigeria or south africa whatever there's two of you and there's 500 of us you're with us, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's how it I think that's really what it is. Like, when you're in a, a predominantly black place, that's when the interracial divisions can get bigot teased out, right? Because, mm-hmm. like, there's there's no one else to really compare yourself to but other black people. Mm-hmm. When you're in, like, white spaces, it's like, if it's myself and, you know, you two, and then it's us three, and then there's, like, we're in an entirely yeah. white space hard pressed for us to start getting into it over like you know like ethnic differences mm-hmm. as when like they all looking at us and like we're those black people right. every time so you kind of have to navigate those like mm. that just you know that mm. that kind of thing so I, but yeah. we do need to kind of nail down a term like it's like what are we like in relation to like the diaspora like right like instead of saying i'm right. just black 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 americans i would say but i feel like black, black americans don't have a hyphen they just they don't. are just American. American, yeah. Whereas, well, I guess it's not just Black American. It's everyone else. Everyone yeah, else. Chinese. And Chinese. I wonder American. how everyone feels about that hyphen. hyphen. Like, why? Yeah. No, that's actually really interesting that you say that. Like it says, even on the census, like white African American. Yeah. Like, and it, is it, like, it, it modifies the idea that whiteness is, is American. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I'm conflicted. I'm conflicted because on some level, I'm like, I don't really care that they call themselves that in insofar as like sometimes it can kind of become like we just want to have what they have or like meet the standards that that they have Mm. and so like because we do have black and they have white and and for a while and even in like research it's always black white very these binaries exist um i don't know i don't know i'm not i haven't really thought about that yeah Um, but I do, I mean, obviously it's like super like white supremacist for them to identify themselves in the purest way. I've thought about it. Yeah. I've thought about it a lot. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, well, actually. Yeah. What do you mean you've thought about that? Where have you like been? How whiteness is like the standard and whiteness is No, I mean, I haven't thought about that specific question. How of like the hyphen like, and yeah, how yeah. that affects how you self-identify racially, but also like... Because white people never, like... They, I think that another... Uh, a way that I've been kind of prompted to think about this is when you're in other countries, Mm. this is also really kind of interesting and weird to me. Like, so I studied abroad in Beijing when I was in college Mm -hmm. and Africans were not treated well by Mm -hmm. Chinese people. Mm -hmm. If you are from Africa, they treat you poorly, but if they perceive you as a black person who's not from Africa, then you're fine. And so I had friends that had issues with being called prostitutes suggestions that there were drug dealers not being let into parties whatever mm-hmm. not having calves pick you up so one night i was by myself and i wasn't with like the white friends that i guess i normally was hanging out with at the point that time this wasn't a lot of black people in china right and um a cab driver picked me up relatively quick quickly and i got into the cab and i said why did you pick me up and he's like oh because you needed a cab and i was like well how did you know that i'm not african because i know that you're prejudiced against Africans. Like most wow. Chinese people here wow. are very prejudiced. I love that you asked. <laughs> so how do you know that I'm not African? Wow. And he was like, I could just tell. And I was like, what do you mean you could tell? He's like, your clothes, you know, like the way you dress looks kind of different. 
And then he was like, and then now that you're speaking, mm-hmm. like your accent is like not the same. Mm-hmm. And so you're American. That's why I picked you up because you're American. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that was a situation where it kind of made me think like, oh wow, outside of America, I'm viewed as American. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But inside whole... of America, I don't feel American at all. Or does it, you know? You, you know, this is But elsewhere, I'm viewed as American. Because I had this conversation with a ton of, like, a few different people, and there were people fell on a different side of it. And I don't want to take the conversation too far off. But it was this conversation of, like, are black people, do we have any form, like, do we have privilege, right, as black Americans? And I literally just saw a tweet come across. It was like, to be black in America is to be black and American, but not without the privilege. Mm-hmm. And I see, and I and I agree. Like within America, there's no privilege, but I, I but outside, like, but our like we, I had a ton of people saying like, no, like there's no benefits of being black because like, well, you know, our passport has like value, right? Like yeah. we go places, and you know, America um, will we do get you. treated better because mm-hmm. of the reputation of this imperialist nation. Right. Um, at the same time, while we're probably also experiencing anti-blackness and prejudice still, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but to a lesser degree than someone who might be kind From the continent. Right. Um, so, you know, like in um, Israel, they're, they hate Africans. Right. In Sweden, in Norway. The There's most, a know, lot of places like, that like, have everywhere, like, ev- anti-African Wherever there are Europeans. I wonder why <laughs> we haven't done shit to anyone. I like, literally just chill and everyone just fucks us over. I know. I was in Abu Dhabi. It was a thing. It was a thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Arabs, was, though. That's it. We are dogs. I was, I was just telling you. It someone. was crazy. I was like, oh, my God. No, anyway. But it's pretty. Have maybe I'm like, oh, everything. Yeah, no, literally. <laughs> no, the moment you start talking, like, hey, it's like, oh, okay, not you. Yeah. Whereas, like in France, if you say you're American, it's like yuck. So you'd rather be. I mean, they hate us too, probably. But yeah. No. Rather be. Well, okay. You know? I mean, yeah. France is just super prejudiced. Yeah, I feel like they have their own standard and, completely. And I, and I see that. I, I, I feel yeah. that's um. The anti, like the Afrophobia, but like giving us a little bit more leeway is still a proximity to whiteness thing. So it's not, has nothing to do with our blackness, but more to do with like the connections we have to whiteness. Right, right. And and also because like in general, African-Americans tend to be slighter, lighter hues and things like that because Mm -hmm. we're a little bit, you know, we we have like more assimilation with whiteness. And so I think there's like, (laughs) right, right, yeah, right. and so I think there's some of that, right, yeah. that happens. And I've never been to, I've never experienced a situation where, and I wonder how it would be like where if I'm with a continental, who's like very clearly like continental, and myself, and let's say this person's in traditional garb, and I'm not, and we're in another country. Yeah. And I would be curious to see how we're both treated. I think I, you would be treated better. Yeah. Because I also feel like it cultural proclamations are really uncomfortable particularly for white people and like in France not to throw shade but the French are so obsessed with not being attached to religion mm. or culture and just and like disassimilate mm-hmm. yeah just like just don't be, be too French. Mu- don't be too Muslim don't be too black like just be neutral mm-hmm. and I find that that's a very white to your side. I don't know why but I Canada's find that like that too really yeah yeah, it's, I know. I just think like culture. Really, I would beg to differ because I feel like Canada. They've been at least what they're trying to do with their whole multicultural standpoint. 
of like you can like you can go to parliament and like be dressed in like national garb and like you can be considered like Ghanaian Canadian you know if you want to on your passport like that's you're entitled yeah. to those um, so yeah, I, yeah. I would, well I'm, I'm connecting the the French kind of this uh, is a particular kind of political tradition that oh like met. okay and so one of the things you'll hear is that like if you go to Canada, like, wow, they're so nice, right? Yeah. But that nicest is, like, it's kind of, like, imagine, like, you know how, like, people tend to say, like, white liberals in America are nice, right? Yeah. But we all know they're still racist. Right. Like, yeah. white Canadians are, like, super liberals in that respect. Like, they're very progressive, but, like, the indigenous people are being killed at the same yeah. time. Yeah, so That's they're right. nice, but you know? they're not Yeah, good. and they're not, yeah. and they're, like, they're very, like, um, passive. It's very, like... And I know the French are like this too, like kind of like quote unquote pushover in terms of like mm. being, and I use pushover as like a, like very nice, like let's not talk about this. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, okay. let's, like let's just let's like fix decorum. this issue. Yeah. Um, so, and it gives the illusion that. Of kindness. Yeah, like everything. When it's actually good. like a form of violence. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, precisely. Precisely. So I think, and that's some of the critique that I hear from like people who live in Canada who are black. Yeah. Kind of like racism is very bad here. Just it's just very like dressed up in like decorum. Wow. Yeah. Do you guys feel connected to Africans in any way culturally? I know that's a broad question. I want to. You want to? Yeah. 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 Ever since I watched Black Mirror. I really feel like I want to. Like it would be amazing for me what to is the barrier? go to Ghana and then feel like I'm at home. I guess See, for home, me, I don't know, but at least to feel connected. Like do you I feel see, like for me, the barrier is just feeling like not real enough. You know, it's like, well, they know I'm not really. What is real? Africa. Real what? Like, not a real African. African. Yeah, but, like, okay, so it's made in China. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're gonna be like, like it's like everyone will be sitting around the table eating fufu and like you know doing African things, and I'm gonna be like, they're gonna give me fake jollof rice. <laughs> they're gonna give me fake jollof rice to me like the rice made of plastic. Like, jollof rice is so good. Like, I just feel like it's like like I mean it's like oh, being in a room, so... being in a room full of Africans and you're not African, then it's like. Really? really, I don't know what you're talking about right now. Yeah, like when they're, when like African people are speaking in their local languages, is that what yeah, you're? No, not even like at a, like in the African Student Union, and you're sitting in that meeting. You know what's funny? I actually I can give that, that I can give that perfect example. I, I went to so I was I was curious about ASA, the African Student yes, Association yeah. in college. I had only ever gone to BSO meetings, the Black Student Association. I never mm-hmm. went to ASA. I didn't. But I was like, I want to go. And so I decided to go to one of their meetings, and they were screening some documentary of something that occurred in Africa. And I, they had a microphone. So already, first off, they didn't have their meetings in the same space that we have ours in. We had our meetings in the Malcolm X Lounge. And I thought, I just assumed all black groups meet in the Malcolm X Lounge. Yeah. They didn't meet in the Malcolm X Lounge. They met in the student center in a nice room with like glass walls. So it was already feeling like a whole different thing. We're living in a basement with a mural of Zora Neale Hurston on the wall. They had like this bougie elevated space. No, we are bougie. They had a microphone. James, he's Nigerian. He dresses up in a suit and tie every day. I love it. I love it. You know me? I love it. I wouldn't have been surprised. Because, no, like, no, I really would not. Like, oh, wow. Okay. Oh, but, yeah. like, you guys are dating. Yeah. In this ASA meeting, when I stood up to make my comment, because I wanted to say something, I didn't just want to be watching, you know? I was okay. like, 
Thank you um, for letting me be a part of your space. <laughs> I know I don't come here. I'm sure many of you don't even know who I am. Um, hi, I'm Shaya, not from Africa. Because everybody was like saying their name, saying, you know, yeah, the country that they're from. from. And then like, you know, if you're like Nigerian, then everyone's like, ooh, Niger, Niger. And it's like this whole thing. And it's like, I'm from Michigan. Oh, yeah. I don't have anything sparkly or spicy for you. Not repping wow. any tribes here today, but I still wanted to be a part. You know, there's something that made me want to go to that meeting. Yeah. Um, did not go back. It was very nice. But, you know, BSO was a little more throw down, daddy, dirty. You know, Thursday yeah. nights, I wanted to get ratchet. So yeah. I made it back on over to BSO. Yeah. You know, do you guys have a hood culture, by the way? Like, in the Okay. Oh, yeah. 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 We have, like, the ghetto people. No, like, but do you know, like, our hood culture dominates all of African American culture? What? Because Raja culture? Like, yeah, like, our hood, our hood, like, all yeah. of, like, almost oh, everything associated no, with African American blackness no. is the hood. No. We have, like, we have, like, the Let's classy. Let's explain the dichotomy. Yeah, like, the classy, or at least in South Africa. So you have the bougie people. I think this is Then you have the house people. Yes. You know, like, the chill, the casual, <laughs> like, we're chilling. Then there's the ghetto. I don't know if I'd call them ratchet because they're not twerking to Juicy J. They're like, like the Which is a serious friends. problem that they're not. I don't understand. <laughs> For the college like, what is a hood Nigerian? Right. I mean, I okay, I was curious. so I was like, there's that whole, you know, like industry like a, now of Nollywood. So it's like this, again, because yeah. there's this, I have no idea how this started. The but there's like a Exactly. There's this like double life I would say where it's like there's African Americans who aspire to be African and then there's Africans who aspire well, what do you mean? to African be African Americans who aspire to be African like in what just, okay just the the people who are like oh you, those you the are my temps. people yeah you okay know. okay okay segment because I was like I feel like most African Americans don't aspire to be African Hotels, yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like wow. they wanna wear the you Yard, know, they wanna yeah. wear that the buy it the Chinatown or something like that. Yeah. yeah. I know. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <thanks. laughs> and then on the flip side, the like I would say quote unquote ghetto, even though they're not really ghetto, but like just like the lower class within African societies aspire to be like 50 American. cents and yes. like American you know but like, like they see American culture and they're and like, like I need to twerk every day and, or like, like that's yeah that's my nigga my nigga but that's, but that's you know, the like, lowest class in Africa I wouldn't necessarily say they're the lowest <laughs> <laughs> now we're searching oh, it out right I mean no they kind not to throw shit like the it's slums of Africa like they want to be like Why don't you talk like 
Diamond, and then I should be saying hello. No, and she's like, oh no! So after that, she was infuriated with Tyler Perry. She's like, oh, you've yes. given these people a total misperception of our culture. But I guess it's the same with us. We are like, why do you think we wear no shoes and ride animals? You know, right. save the children commercials. Right? Yeah. yeah. Like I'm that little African kid. Have you seen me? Why do you speak like, English so well? Click it. Yeah. Like that is the question people, I can't stand. Like, your English is. Perfect. How is it so perfect? Or like, how did you get here? Oh my god, you're from Africa? (laughs) Okay, well, those sound like idiots. (laughs) Maybe the people that my sister talked to in South Africa were idiots. Yeah. But this was at the university. There's a lot of ignorance. Oh yeah, no, this this is at university where people asking me if I have AIDS. I am sorry. On behalf of African Americans, on behalf of all black people, I'm sorry that you... No, we are sorry too. Yeah. People think you're all... I'm so dead. So I'm glad you've solved that representation. But going back to, because I feel like culturally there are a lot of similarities, but I think that just psychologically we like to create these barriers. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to know, like, in terms of things that you guys consider like quintessential blackness, do you correlate that back? To like African roots because I remember when Ryan Coogler was being interviewed for um, just like promotion of Black Panther and he did a lot of research in the continent mm-hmm. he went to one region I can't remember specifically but like they were eating watermelon and they were like putting salt on it or something and I like he remembers like saying like oh this used to be such a taboo like we would never put like salt on it or like it would be such a I don't know just like yeah. it's something that was so looked down upon and like it's so much a part of like African American Black American culture that stems from um, yeah. the continent so it's mm-hmm. like do you guys within your own homes like talk about how it's correlated back to the continent or you just assume we don't know people no. don't know yeah. I would say most. And this is what I was saying, like, even I'm reading yeah. the book I read, uh, it's called Slave Culture. Um, I was like, whoa, it's like so much. Like, right. like, I didn't know that the violin was hella black. I didn't know that, like, right. yeah. Yeah. like the violin's from Mali. Like, mm-hmm. so I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Like, you just, I thought it was some European instrument. Right. Um, Everything is ours. Yeah. Right. And, and I think, and I think in a way, like you, I think there's, um, and this is something that there's a whole separate conversation also, but that doesn't get talked about enough. Like most African Americans go through like different phases on some level of like trying to assimilate, then rejecting the assimilation yeah. and kind of like coming back. Mm-hmm. And part of that is because like, especially if you're like a high achieving black in some way, you always okay. get sucked into predominantly white spaces. Right. And then you end up being like, well, like inha- we always want to fit in just inherently at like the human condition. We need to like belong right. to where yeah. we are or we like push ourselves out. Mm-hmm. And when you try to go in and then you realize these people aren't going, they either let you in and you become like a, you know, one of those Negroes <laughs> or, and you get sucked in all the way or most blacks, you know, they realize yeah. like this place. Yeah. You, yeah. you realize this isn't for me. And you're like, fine if you guys won't let me in yeah. I'm gonna go find where I belong and then somewhere along the line we get that's how we get like these different variations of yeah. even you get like even Hebrew Israelites like these are all like reactions yeah. to rejection that's like yeah. and that's like and that's why you get hoteps that's why you get all these different 
like ideological iterations. Right. And it's not, and I don't look down on them because it's all, I, like I understand the source. It's just like it just gets like manifested out of ignorance and misrepresentations of truths. Yeah. Um, I feel like, like by and large, Black Americans, we just don't we don't know the anything about African culture. And then you can blame that on like the education to, system. Oh, I think majority I of us. Like there's because I do I feel like Kwanzaa. there's a level of efforts <laughs> made. But Kwanzaa like, is never Kwanzaa really African. Yeah. Yeah. No, like, no, what I'm saying Kwanzaa though is Kwanzaa. no, I'm saying it's similar to what and you're Marcus saying. It's, it's like similar to what like Jamel was saying yeah. in that like it's like black people like Kwanzaa's like was created in an effort to be like to okay, let's yeah, let me mm. find some source of connection here. Okay, and then like black Americans celebrating Kwanzaa think that. Through celebrating Kwanzaa, they're becoming connected to their African yeah. roots. Even though Kwanzaa is a holiday that was only created in the late 1960s here in America, um, but like for Black people, that's like okay, like okay, what's God? It's like where do I start? You know, yeah. so where do I start? Kwanzaa. I'll start with Kwanzaa okay. and see if that makes me feel more connected or if there's mm-hmm. anything there. I feel like there's it's no like really cute. there's I mean, oh, like it's, it's so endearing. There's no like one oh one like it's like because you don't know what country you're from. Yeah. yeah. So it's like what am I gonna do? Go learn everything about like And your alternative I mean, is to just be a good old assimilated Negro and that doesn't work out. Right. Can I ask a kind of controversial question? Yes. Let's go. Like, okay. Why would black Americans why not just create home here? So like, sorry, yeah. I mean, yeah, no, know. yeah. I mean that's a that's a valid question. So and there's That's what we've been trying to do for three hundred years. Yeah, <laughs> so it's complex because there's um <laughs> that's true. So like, <laughs> among like and I don't know and she you're not online enough to see some of these conversations. Yeah. Um but like so there's like you know it's like pan like I consider myself pan African. In terms Same. of like my ideological commitments are to like mm. thinkers who are like I'm, I try not to be Western centric despite being like educated in a Western like like my goal is to not to, to constantly be rejecting pushing back on that right yeah. okay at the same time there are African Americans who reject the African in different capacities in terms of like like I've met tons of like people who are like. Well, like, who cares if it's in the past kind of thing. It's kind of like a white, mm-hmm. a whitewashed version. And I don't necessarily, and part of it is because they really don't see the connection. Mm-hmm. So I've seen some people say, you'll see those people, those will be the African-Americans who say um, African-Americans don't have culture. Like, the, yeah. They, um, yeah. despite, it's, it's, it's a statement made out of pure ignorance, right? Mm-hmm. Like, we don't know, like, hip-hop is, like, literally, like, the way that they like right. you know yeah. West African like the, yeah the way, like all these things are just like it's just we don't know right and you could I can imagine if like children and parents knew and part of that is because parents weren't in the you know they didn't have the resources to yeah. be able to sit down and say hey let's talk about like our African influences mm-hmm. so this all goes back to like right. this, yeah, this <laughs> how are trying to survive yeah, yeah. Yeah. that's literally it survival has prevented us from really engaging our culture in ways that we would really like Ooh. to but I think that also like to answer the first question is like why haven't we just made this home I feel like when you look at like black art and black culture those are manifestation manifestations of black people making america mm. so like i feel like jazz music is a manifestation mm. of yes. like black at like african-american like creation here in america you know yeah. that's uniquely american you know mm-hmm. it is like it has african influences but it's american mm-hmm. hip-hop is the same sort of thing you know mm-hmm. black art like black visual art. trap music um, right. trap yeah <laughs> sure yes 
Um, and so, and like soul food, you know, mm-hmm. like we have distinct food, you know, neck bones um, and pigtail and, pig and language, <laughs> you know, like the way that black people speak is distinct, you know. Yeah. And this is, I love that you brought up language because I actually was having an argument with a friend of mine, she's South African, and she was saying how like black Americans just don't speak proper English and like <laughs> it's just, she want to fight. I know. <laughs> And but basically her argument was a lot of them just don't go to school and then just don't end up, you know, speaking <laughs> like I wish you guys could see Janelle's face right now. No, I was appalled, I was disgusted. And I was like, listen, like just because it's not the Queen's <laughs> English, like so as South Africans we were colonized by the Brits, British, so we yeah. speak the Queen's English and respectability politics dictates that that's proper but just because you're black and you speak slang or colloquialism or whatever yeah. like that's not any less valid than Elizabethan or Shakespearean English or Australian and yeah. I just feel like that is the type that is of like internalized race yeah. exactly yeah. but she there will is. and she will never see, like she simply will never and she also doesn't clock that like she has a superiority complex yeah. over black and I don't know I guess I, I don't know why it gets me so limited, why? like like to her I would say like when you when and you, just when you make that comment so that like like the way that black people speak or whatever is not proper based on what yeah right. who says what is proper yeah right exactly that's and the, you she is black like she but how can you be I don't know, I know I sound very like colonial, but it's not necessarily something that I'm attached to and I'm like proud of. I just know yeah. that it's a result of my lived experience. Like what my And like for me. Like exactly. many times in life I've had people you sound like a white girl. Oh yeah. yeah. You know? yeah and it's that. like Okay. Literally. Um not trying to sound anyway. Yeah. But based on where I went to school yeah, and where yeah. I'm from, Literally. this is how my voice sounds. Education. At the same time, code switching is real. Mm-hmm. So like, what do you expect? Like, how do you expect you you expect that I'm gonna speak the same way in all settings? Of course. In not. a professional setting, I'm not gonna talk the same way. I'm gonna talk when I'm at home with my cousins. Yeah, you know, right. My exactly. Exactly. What is the expectation? Like code switching is just a fact of survival. Yeah, you know? but I also just think all of that to say I think a lot of the reasons why Africans think or people think Black Americans are uncultured is because of respectability politics. Yeah. It's like literally yeah. just because what we've defined as cultured okay. is so eurocentric and colonial and i think in many ways the way that black people speak and the distinctness and uniqueness of black language could be seen as a form of resistance because obviously we live in the I united states of america yeah and so we're familiar with the we way know how they want us talk. to talk we know how they yeah. want us to talk we know how they want us to talk <laughs> and you can i i don't know because I want to say you want to choose but it's like you really like if you're going to operate in professional spaces you don't really have a choice yeah, but yeah. I don't think that same privilege is given to the Africans who come to America who have like you know Nigerian quote unquote like West African like accents and but it's not think. a privilege if you're a black person and you sound quote unquote black then there's many spaces that you're not going to gain access yeah, to. I will, I will say this, though. Um, but even within, like, black spaces, too, I feel like... Oh, Af- yeah. yeah. Within anyway, black you mean, spaces. You mean, you mean... So, for example... Michael like, Blackson. Yes. You know, I mean, he's created he his own lane. Exactly. That's you know not what even I mean? how... He's created his own lane. He's a he's comedian. comedian. He and he's, like, hyper 
over like he's, he's the caricature of African. He, yeah, he caricaturizes. Yeah, for black people to laugh at. Yeah, you mother sucker, like all that. Right. Like, and it is, I was <laughs> when I was younger, I found <laughs> it a lot funnier. Right. And, and now I'm just like, all right, the gig is up. The jig is up. Like, yeah, I, I get what you're doing here. Right. You're actually making fun of your own people. Like, literally. So, it's kind of... You know what I mean? But, like, like, he'll be like, my nigga, I am the blackest nigga in the room right now. Screaming. (laughs) You used to get made fun of that. Like, that's not... That's touching too close. So, within black spaces, you're right. I mean, like, you know, in terms of people calling people African booty scratchers, whatever, you know... Because it's like that same, like that same energy. I don't feel is applied to like Chike from Nigeria. You know what I mean? Like I don't feel Chike, like he's yeah. able. No, to... I mean, and I think that's because of respectability politics. So I think on more the African American side. Oh, we as Black people, okay, as across the diaspora, I think that's what we I internalized. Yeah, so much racism. Yeah. Okay. And I think like, but Chike with his Nigerian side, I would say any Black is like white candy. People. Um, what do you mean blackness is like candy? An, I'm sorry, anti-blackness is like candy. It's easy to pick up, hard to put down. Mm. That's like, because it's really hard to unlearn the things that we just like pick up. Like, so so true. easily. It's all constructive. Over time, yeah. yeah. But you said something really interesting, because it's like, it is true. Like, I feel like a lot, or even my own experience, like I was able to relate more to white people just growing up, and also the spaces that I was in, because they've possibly travel to Kenya or right. like their parents have done business there or like to white people my dad was a missionary there he to, white, right. <laughs> to white people yes. a black person from Africa is much more palatable than a black person from America oh, oh I've co- because a black person from America it's like ooh threat do you yeah. think I'm racist what I didn't lynch your people you yeah, know right. my family didn't own your family I find right. that too whereas with with people from Africa they don't have that same tension of like do you think my family owned your family yeah right. but I also find like like when I was in in my undergrad, like white people feeling so comfortable talking yeah. shit to me about black American, people. and I'm like, no, 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 I'm on their team, but I'm not on your team. Yeah, but they don't in their mind they've made the right, right. And I'm like, I feel like we've had this conversation, especially when dear white people came out, and yeah. I wanted, I wish I was able to find a, like a start of a thread that one of my friends was writing on um, the African character in Dear White People and how he was also a caricature and like also how he was treated by the other like black people on the show Mm -hmm. especially and there was like that play on like colorism because it was like the super light-skinned dude being like nobody no no one's listening to you like shut up or whatever or like his accent being like I don't even know what type of African accent and (laughs) it's like kind of like he you know he's like trying to fight for like black Americans and like being on the front lines but it's like completely being shunned so it's like no one was even listening to him and it's like that's the same sort of dichotomy or like the existence that Africans play in today's society you know and so I guess my question or like the thing that I wanted to bring to the table though is like do you ever see a time when we can both both sides can kind of converse and like genuinely care about each other's politics no. here at this table today yeah. yes yeah. but in a, a constitution in the larger scheme of things no. do you think that pan-africanism when Donald Trump exist? really ruins the US and we need to get the you hell out so do you think that Africans will let you in though part of my fear Discussion tonight. We can't even get together on, within the interracial 
you're not at black American. Like we can't, we we haven't gotten it together. Yeah. Right. I think it's we're not the same. We don't we're, have a black political agenda. We're not. We're there is no all. black political agenda oh my gosh, in the, so the U.S. So how can we realistically expect for there to be a yeah. black political agenda across? the We country? don't even have to, yeah. even in Africa. We have. We are so divided. Yeah. Like, mm, yeah. Oh I wouldn't say. Okay. Well. Okay. Look, speak for okay, South Moroccans <laughs> think. No. 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 Go to North Africa and tell oh, yeah, them that we are what. Oh yeah, wait. 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 First of all, tell them we are what. No. We already discussed our map of Africa, <laughs> sweetie. It starts after the Sahara. Okay. I'm like dead. we don't include those nations. Is that because of the Arabs? That's I mean, it's because because that's not dividing. You're not even talking. What are you talking about when you say talk the continent? To Algeria no, first. Oh, that's because I mean, the story. <laughs> that's what we're talking about. Talk to Algerian. What? Talk to Algerian before you talk to. You me. know, it's an. I have a friend. Wow. She's married, and like her husband's Algerian. Mm-hmm. She's Black American. But I feel like because she's Black American and wants to just have like a Black family. Yeah. She's like he's Algerian. He's from Africa. Oh, no, 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 no. And I'm like, he's Arab first. Yeah. The only time Arabs from North Africa are consider themselves African is when they win the Cup of Nations, which is the, like, FIFA soccer equivalent in the continent. Like, that's when Egypt and Morocco and everybody is like, yes, we are ready for the Africans. But when it comes to actually solving our issues, Gaddafi had something going on, but then... Oh, the I, stand. Ended up. I know some people, and I know some people don't consider Gaddafi black. Or, I mean, I he's, he's not, not black. He's but Arab, but he cares like about... Because yeah, there's that level was, of... Yeah, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. No, no, you're fine. I'm not even going to... No, no, no. I mean... I, I really... I don't... Trust me. Trust me. It's just... Because I also see that there's no level of too because like Gaddafi was not black same thing with Fidel Castro like yeah. he's from Cuba he is white or like I think well Latino I don't know what sorry Afro Latinos yeah. anyways yeah right. so he like Cuba had the agenda of like okay these are also people who look like us who could be like us yeah who are struggling who are fighting war we need to help them because we care so we're going to go to Angola yeah. We're going to. I mean, of course, there were and a I lot just, of I mean, problems within that, but still, they there was a care. Yeah. Going yeah. back to the first question yes. when we started part two of um, Can you, are you black American or African? No, I, I guess it was the second question. But you asked a question about like, do we feel like do we Connect- see connections? connections. Yeah, connectedness. And one of the first things I thought about was when I went to Cuba. And I went to the um, African Slavery Museum that they had, mm-hmm. and one floor of the museum was about the religion in Santeria that mm-hmm. they celebrate mm-hmm. there. And it's like the connections to Africa were explicit. Like this wow. comes from Nigeria. Mm-hmm. This com- like and you know these and they use language mm-hmm. that is like language like African tribal language. Like the and so mm-hmm. yes, and it was like. If you're here in Cuba, like, if, if you ask that question to someone who's Afro-Cuban, they could say yes. Right. But that, like, I think that has to do with, like, the leadership of the country. That has to do with the ways that blackness manifests itself in the country. And it has to do with, like, a history of assimilation. And, like, here, it's just culture's been so whitewashed that mm. there's no way that either of us could have said yes. Mm. And so I feel like that's just kind of, like, a full circle sort of, like, in my mind. It's like, oh. He was coming wow. up again. Like I didn't mention it before, but it was like I thought like yeah. if like it's uniquely Black American to have to say no. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. 
know. I feel like we've learned so much yet again. This has been such an interesting conversation. If you guys have any questions for Shay and Jamal, we're going to have all of their information in the description box. So please stay tuned for more. And also, if you want to drag us and like <laughs> have things that you want to clap fight back on, let's None fight. Of us are I'm always yeah. I'm not the force of all Black America. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm ready. I'm so ready. Um, so well, I speak for all of Black America. No, I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> so would we allow them into the continent? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, let us know. Let us know. Let's vote on it. Please. I will fight. Wow. I'm actually on Marcus Gavi. Gavi knew. He, if we had back. all listened to Gavi, we'd all be good. Honestly, I mean, like, be good. I've returned to like some Garvey's and it's like kind of a genius. No, it really, like, he is, he and was his honest. wife, little genius too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. His wife, his wife, I think it's Anna, Anna So we're going to all do research on she that. Wrote, she wrote most of his speeches. Yeah, I do know like a lot of what she's wearing. Yeah. Same with Michelle. I know Michelle writes every single one of Obama. Yeah, like, like, I feel like Obama don't be knowing. We can critique Barack Obama. I have no critique of Michelle. Mm. Yeah, I'm the same. Except when she said when they go over, I wasn't. Oh, okay, we yeah. can oh, we That's can another episode. That's a whole other episode. <laughs> so let us know if you guys 